Greetings, adventurer. Welcome to D20 Academy. I'm your host, Shalo Kaneshiro, and today uh, it is episode two, Getting Started. Alright, getting started. Uh, what exactly do I mean by that? Well, today, and I'm going to try to keep this as short and sweet as possible, I'm just going to go over um, just a couple things um, to you know, help you get started playing Dungeons & Dragons if you've maybe heard about it from a friend or online. Just uh, some couple things which I'll hopefully go into detail uh, later in later episodes. But just to help someone kind of get interested or get started. Alright, so the first thing that I'm going to be talking about today is about your playgroup. Um, the people that you're going to be playing the game with. Now, I have been a part of multiple playgroups, uh, mostly as a dungeon master, but sometimes also as a player character. And this is, of course, vital uh, to the game. Um, the story you tell is, is collaborative, and so it requires you know, multiple people to come together to play the game. It's really fulfilling playing with so many people and creating a story with so many people, and it builds really strong, strong friendships. But sometimes it's a little... Um, hard to find people to play with or to get people that you uh, that you know to be interested enough to play in. So first I want to address people who maybe just you know live in an area where they don't know many people or they're not near any of their friends and they don't really have anyone nearby uh, that they can play with. For that I would say that using Skype or some other kind of video chat um, could be really helpful if you want to reach out to your friends, if you guys all live in different places or can't meet at a singular location regularly. Um, I think that's a great way to play the game. The immersion is obviously taken back a little because you're not all there physically at a table seeing each other um, in person. But because the game is basically just talking anyway, it's totally fine. Um, it definitely works and you can definitely get the same uh, amount of fun experience out of that as you can from playing with people physically. So if you do have friends or people that you want to play with, um, by all means, Skype or use some other kind of video chat um, so you guys can get together regularly um, and play the game. If you're someone who just does not know any of those kind of people or you do have friends, um, but you don't think they'd be interested in the game, they're you know maybe not that kind of person, um, I, first of all, would say that there's no specific kind of person to play D&D or even to just be a dungeon master. I think that everyone can get something out of playing the game. And everyone can have a fun, great experience um, from playing the game. It doesn't matter what kind of personality they have or the things they're interested in. So I would definitely encourage you to reach out to the people that you do know, um, your closest friends right now, even if they don't have any knowledge of tabletop games or fantasy or they're not really into any of that kind of thing, I encourage you to reach out to them and just see if they want to play. Um, because I think some of them may find that they really like the game and they really love the game and become really involved. I do believe that the game is truly for everyone and anyone can play it and get something out of it. Another way is to go online. There's tons of forums and programs um, online where you can find other people to play with. Um, I myself have never actually done this, but I've talked to a lot of people who have, 
and they've actually built really cool friendships out of this. You know, playing with someone who is maybe across the world or in another state that they don't know, but they all both went onto this forum and like, hey, I'm looking for players, I want to play this game, but I don't really know anyone around me or can seem to connect with anyone in my area. And then you guys call over Skype and you guys play the game together. It can be a really, really cool way to uh, meet new people and learn about uh, other people and, you know, who they are and where they're from and to, you know, play the game. The game is meant to connect people and bring people together. And this is definitely one of the ways it can do that is by, you know, going online and reaching out to people and just playing the game over Skype um, or on video chat or all these other different programs uh, and just play with random people that you may not know yet. Um, but trust me, you can, you know, build really cool friendships off of that. So that's what kind of the first thing I wanted to address uh, when it comes to getting started is uh, there's no excuse. So like, oh, I don't have a playgroup or friends or anyone to be interested in because I guarantee you, if you really seek out and go try to find these people or are brave enough to ask people that you do know to come try out the game, you can, you know, create a playgroup that maybe you play for for the rest of your life or build really cool friendships with. So I encourage you guys to um, do what you can and make an effort to go out there, reach out to people, uh, find people, um, because there I know there are tons of people online, uh, and I know some people in person as well who have heard about the game or they watch shows about it, um, but they just can't find people to play with. And that's, that's that makes me really sad when I hear about someone who's really interested in the game but can't seem to find a playgroup and, you know, that all they can do is just fantasize about it or kind of draw characters they wish they could play and anything like that. Because I think everyone should have access to this game and everyone should be able to experience the great things that can come from it. So I guarantee you there are tons of people out there who are just looking for a playgroup and tons of people out there who don't may not even know the game exists. And, but once you bring it to them, they may find that they really like it and really enjoy it. So there's no excuse um, about a playgroup. I highly encourage you to go out there, make the effort, reach out to people, um, and, you know, find some people to play with because you can build some amazing friendships from it. The second thing I wanted to address with getting started is um, what to buy, and it's all kind of overwhelming. Um, if we're talking about 5th edition specifically, which I highly encourage you to play, um, which is the most recent edition of Dungeons & Dragons, there are tons and tons of books and things out there, and it can be a little daunting and overwhelming. I know, especially for me, when I was trying to figure out how to play, um, you know, I'd watch a video or so, like, oh, how to get started, and they're talking about all these different books, and the three core books, and all this crazy stuff, but also there's, like, the starter set box, and there's tons of things, and the Wizards of the Coast, the company who created, uh, well, didn't create, but owns Dungeons & Dragons, they're constantly producing books and new material and miniatures and dice and all this stuff. And it can be a little daunting on where to start. Um, so here's what I tell you. Do not overbuy um, and, you know, try to not get all caught up and overwhelmed by all the things. Uh, you do not need to have a high budget to play the game at all. You could start playing um, with under, under $10. Um, it honestly does not take a lot. So here is what I would recommend. Uh, if you can, I would pick up a physical copy of the Player's Handbook. That is the number one book that you should be using. It's by far 
uh, the mo it has the most information in it, uh, the most important information in it, um, and it's really all you need if you want to keep uh, playing the game and you know learn the most about the game. It has all the rules. It has how the game works. It has how to create a character. All the things you need to create a character, um, and it's very very useful. The other two core books, the Monster Manual and the Dungeon Master's Guide, are 100% not required to start playing the game whatsoever. I didn't even get the Dungeon Master's Guide till a year or so after playing the game. Um, it is really interesting, and it has some really cool stuff in there for Dungeon Masters. How to, you know, create stories and build worlds and connect with your players. But it is definitely not required at all to play the game. Um, if you just look online and, you know, watch some people play the game or learn about how people play the game, that's really all you need. Um, and the Dungeon Master Guide is very, very extra fluffy things um, that is not required to start. The Monster Manual, um, I would say, is much more uh, important than the Dungeon Master's Guide. It has statistics for hundreds of different monsters and creatures that you can use and that you can change and morph and is really, really useful. But again, you can find tons of that information for free online and so it's also not required. There are also uh, stat blocks of basic beasts like lions or bears or cats or dogs in the back of the player's handbook. So you can learn what a stat block of a monster looks like. And from there, even realize, okay, so then I can create my own monsters from seeing how this stat block is formatted and the challenge uh, at which these monsters are placed. And so I can use that to scale and create my own monsters. But even so, there are tons of that information about monster stat blocks and things online. And so the Monster Manual, even though it's a very, very nice book, tons of great art, um, really useful, is also not required. The Player's Handbook, the Monster Manual, and the Dungeon Master's Guide are also all available in PDF form for free online if you just look for them. Um, so once again, you still don't even need the physical copies of these books to start playing the game. Um, there are tons of PDFs for free online about all these books. If you're interested, of course, you want to go after the player's handbook first. But even then, it can be very daunting. Uh, the book is like 200 pages or so. Um, and though it is formatted very nicely and the chapters are concise and uh, it helps you progress from making a character into learning the rules and all of that, it can still be super daunting to someone who's maybe not used to the game or tabletop games. So I'd also recommend the starter set if you do have some cash. I believe it's about 20 or $30. And though it is not designed for, um, not really any of the information in it is very valuable if you want to keep playing it. It's a great way to get into the game. It comes with pre-made character sheets, a little pre-made adventure, and, you know, it's like a simple description of how the game works and the rules. And so if you and a couple of friends are all new to the game, I would recommend that if you do have some cash on the side, um, because it can be really, it's a, it's a really good way to learn how to play the game without having to spend hours, you know, reading the book and looking online, having to build a character. But I myself did not start with the starter set. I started with the player's handbook, well, PDF of the player's handbook, um, so if you do not have even enough cash to spend on that starter set, just go after the PDF of the player's handbook and 
eventually the PDF of the other books. And it would it's going to take more time and more effort than just getting the starter set. Um, but you can definitely learn that way. That's the way um, that I primarily learned. Really, all you need um, to play is um, a printer. Uh, if you're going to be making, you have to print the character sheets for playing the game. Um, and you can find those anywhere for free on the website or in the back of the player's handbook. Even if you do not have enough money to print that, by all means, just copy it, draw it down. Uh, if you would like, if we're going super, super budget, and also dice. Uh, you've probably seen all those funny dice, and I may make an episode about those all later, but you're going to need all those kinds of dice to play. Um, you do not need a lot. You just, I mean, you really only need a base set of one of each kind of dice. Um, but if you do have some cash, I'd buy multiple uh, sets just for ease so that everyone can have easy access to the dice and it would make life, it's going to make life uh, simpler and easier. But even if you don't have enough money to spend on that, there are automatic dice roller apps and websites um, where you it will just, it's a randomized thing and will just spit out a number as if you rolled the dice yourselves. So essentially, you can play the game uh, for zero dollars. If you just look up the PDFs of the uh, the different books and you just use an online dice roller or you draw out a character sheet. You really don't need to spend any money on the game. And so I don't think anyone should feel the pressure of having to spend over $100 to get all the core books and get all these kinds of dice and the DM screen everything. Uh, the screen I used for a long time was just pieces of cardboard I cut up. Um, <laughs> I will get into the screen tomorrow. A little more information on that, but... Really, the way I started was quite budgeted as well, um, and it worked out fine. And eventually, once I started to play the game more and realized, okay, this is something I really want to get into, then I could start, uh, you know, pouring money into the the books and the dice and all that kind of thing. So, um, one hundred percent, do not feel the pressure to overbuy or spend tons of money on the game just to get started, because you may find maybe you don't actually really like the game or. It's not really up your alley. Of course, I would argue that everyone can get something out of it, but you feel as though I don't have time to play this, or you come up with some other excuse of why you think you might not be able to play the game, then you won't have just wasted tons of uh, money on books and things that you're never going to use again. So uh, do not be overwhelmed by all these kind of books and resources online. Uh, just start with the starter set or the player's handbook uh, and just build from there. There are also tons of great... Uh, videos and articles online about just the simplest things you need to get started. So you can go find those as well. And the uh, third thing I'm just going to go into very briefly, once again I want to keep this episode as short as possible, is uh, dungeon mastering. Um, if you're just getting started, uh, dungeon mastering or being the DM can be very, very daunting and scary and seem like a lot of work. Um, and for... Many people, that's one of the things that's holding them back. They want to play the game and they want to get started, but they just want to try to start off as a player character, just start off, you know, in a part of the game and not have to be the one in charge of the game and be the one planning the thing and running the game. That can be very daunting for many. And so if they can't find someone who's willing to do that, uh, that can be something holding people back from playing the game. And once again, I want, I want everyone to be able to play this game, and I want this game to reach everyone, 
and so that everyone can get something out of it and experience um, everything amazing about the game. And I would 100% encourage you to try Dungeon Mastering. Dungeon Mastering is the first thing I did. I know I'm a little special. I've already had experience with tabletop gaming and all this kind of thing. I'm also the person, you know, who will discover something and then just try to learn everything I can about it and spend hours and hours researching and learning. Um, So I'm like my kind of personality kind of just slipped into the dungeon mastering role. I'm also the one who, you know, organizes people for things and mostly the person who organizes a D&D game or has it out their house is typically the dungeon master. So I was able to slip pretty easily into that role. I had the time to research and I had all that kind of thing. Um, but for a lot of people, it can be very daunting. They feel like, oh, they have to know all the rules, or they have to spend hours of planning each week, and they have to know all the monster stats by heart. And DMing is not as daunting and scary as it may sound or appear, and it can be very, 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 very fulfilling. I really want to get uh, later on into how to start being a dungeon master, and tomorrow I'll talk more about being a, a dungeon master. Um... And, you know, to make it way easier for you guys and easier for new players who can see the the position and role is super daunting and scary. Um, but Dungeon Mastering is the best thing um, that I've ever done in the game. I have tried to be a player character a few times, and it's been fun. Um, but 100%, I love Dungeon Mastering the most. And I know if a lot of people try it, they may realize that is a way to channel all the creative energy and a way to channel the, th- the things that they've been trying to do or some of their interests very well because it is super, super fulfilling uh, to have this game that you're running and playing and all these other characters kind of, you know, running through your game and affecting the world you've built and it can be amazing, truly, truly amazing. So I encourage you to be a dungeon master. Go out of your comfort zone um, See what you can learn. See what you can find. Um, Hopefully, uh, soon on this podcast, I'll be able to upload more detailed things about getting started, being a dungeon master, and an easy, quick, simple uh, way to slip into the role without having to spend hours planning or be super creative or know all the rules. But until uh, I upload all those, uh, just go out there and see what you can find online uh, just try your best, be out, work out of your comfort zone, because you may find you really, really love the role of Dungeon Master. Alright guys, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope that was super helpful for you guys. Um, it was just, you know, some simple things. I wanted to keep this as short as possible. Um, just about getting started with the game so you don't get overwhelmed, or if you have a couple questions, hopefully I addressed kind of the main ones. Um, but yeah, so tomorrow I want to start going into uh, more into detail about dungeon mastering and what it's all about and what the point of that is. Um, so I will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>